Vanessa Flimflam, she's Wonko. We've both survived COVID this time. And we're back to talk about <laughs> Been There, Done That. Hey, friend. Hi, friend. We've been there and done that with COVID. <laughs> we have. Yeah. Well, you're. At- I'm still. I'm still doing it. I'm still yeah. there and doing it. You're still in yeah. the. You're still in the endless repeating days phase. <laughs> I am a little bit. Yeah. Every morning I wake up, and I refuse to shine. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I I have taken that line of Gabrielle's and incorporated it over the last twenty years into my personality. So. <laughs> <laughs> not not just into your conversational uh, yeah not uh, just into my vocabulary into your, yeah yeah into my soul <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's fair <laughs> hello kitty well there's, a, there's say, a kitty I, on the table sorry there's a kitty on the table which which kitty Zena. is it the Obviously. appropriate one it is the appropriate it's one Zena. yeah hey Zena. hi <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, I know. Right, so anyway. I'm gonna say I've as as you know, my colleague, I've been a grumpy fucker for the last few days. Yeah, funny enough. Had, I have had more than enough of uh coldiness and isolation and incarceration and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were gonna record yesterday and I was too grumpy to do it. Um, <laughs> but this morning <laughs> this morning I don't know, we're gonna we're gonna do it, we need to catch up. And I watched the episode, and it's it's lifted all all, all my troubles are gone. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm still I'm still testing positive, but uh, this episode has cheered me right the heck up. You're more positive about being positive. After I am this. more positive about being positive, very much so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this episode is Groundhog Day, the episode, right? Yes. Nina does this thing where it copies various movies. It it's also Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? It's uh, it's star-crossed lovers and two houses set against each other in the fair town of. I don't think we even know what the town is. Doesn't matter. Yeah, there's a lot of bull there. That's what I know. Yeah, is that ever explained? So that there's it's obviously the there. town symbol is a is a bull. There's a statue of a bull with some arrows in its back. There's a tavern sign that's two bulls about to gore each other which is obviously the two the two families don't know families at war i have no idea there does that answer your question no i don't know um so this is yeah as you said this is xena taking on shakespeare which frankly who do they think they are (laughs) (laughs) i would never (laughs) no no um no this is a I'll, i'll explain this reference to the listeners, because they won't know. Um, so my august colleague here, Professor Flimflam, wrote a Holby City AU, which was oh, Romeo and Juliet, called Starcross Surgeons. It was really good, but because she's oh, like you. extremely extra, she wrote two versions of it: one in prose, and the other one in Shakespearean iambic pentameter verse. Right. I did. I did and do that. Loads of people. I was going to say idiots. People. Loads yeah. of people refused to read the the verse parts, even though they were like really much funnier than the prose parts. <laughs> <laughs> 
lots of little details that didn't make it into the prose parts. But lots of people refused to read yeah. the verse parts. And then there were some people who saw, who basically like saw you even attempting it as as like uppityness, <laughs> or like thinking you were smarter <laughs> than everyone else or something. Fair. It's not. No, it's I not. It's I didn't bullshit. Think I was smarter. <laughs> stop anyone else doing it <laughs> but I, I put up with being bullied at school for being clever I'm not gonna you know You're spend my playtime when I'm a grown up being You're ashamed of being, a, being able to count to ten to write sentences <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is all, look all I all iambic pentameter is is de-dum 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 or Dum de dum de dum de dum de dum. Ten ten dumdies, or, or five dums and five does. That's all it is. And, and that's I, how we talk anyway. I've got a degree in English. Just in case you weren't aware, before you fucking explain my pentameter <laughs> to me. <laughs> Flamsplained. Flamsplaining. <laughs> it's a real phenomenon. Call it out when you see it. <laughs> Hashtag not all flams. No, actually, all flams. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, all flams. Uh, okay, anyway, right. Anyway, enough Let's about me. Let's go back to the episode which neither of us have made notes for, which may end up being a mistake. <laughs> I think it has already ended up being a mistake. So, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Fun, so friend. We're having fun. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we're having fun at my expense. Yeah, that's the kind of fun I like. It's the kind so of this fun is, that so Zena this is likes. this is the Zena effort at, at rewriting Shakespeare, but but throwing in a bit of Bill Murray to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, just to lighten the moods. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, the episode begins really promisingly with Joxer being violently murdered. Oh, um, that is a good bit. Yeah, oh, that is good. <laughs> it's the part we like. It's the part we enjoy. Um, <coughs> so Joxer comes in with his with his uh, hat full of eggs and like a lot of comedy mm. with the eggs of him getting his getting covered in eggs and him dropping what his eggs. eggs and goose eggs, honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he so yeah, he comes he comes in with a hat full of eggs and um, an idiot stable boy uh, drops. A- horseshoe or something into the hat full of eggs <laughs> and the, the the stable boy is a highlight for me sweet equestra sweet equestra this is my accent it's something it's maybe american it's not i don't know it's not <laughs> he's um he, he's up there with the other young budding actor i was very cruel about from from is there a doctor in the house he's he's from the same school of acting all right yeah fair enough you're so <laughs> mean him. i am yeah do you want a competition <laughs> want a competition to have a speaking part in Zena? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think this oh no i think this guy's better than the than the extra from oh yeah he is Doctor in the house yeah i mean this this guy obviously went through two rounds of auditions <laughs> anyway, so premise of the episode. Shall we actually tell them the premise of the episode? In case you've not seen it for some they reason. They know. Um yeah. so there's a feud going on, obviously, the Romeo and Juliet part. 
and there is also um, a time loop happening, but only Xena, well actually not only Xena, but only Xena that we know of for now, is aware of the time loop. And so Joxer, yeah. Joxer dies, and it's all treated very seriously. Gabrielle's weeping over Joxer's corpse. And then they have a nice... Get, it's, there's, some, there's some nice gay out of it, though, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, they have a, a good, they have a funeral for him that Xena does her song. Yeah. And they burn yes. him. We didn't burn him! Um, <laughs> they, did, they, they did, though. Um, and then they <laughs> basically snuggle up in an extremely gay sleeping position. So um, gay. Yeah, with um, Gabrielle on, like, lying half on Xena's body. And... <laughs> uh, a thou- it's the, it's the, the, the screenshot that, that launched a thousand fan arts, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So... But then, unfortunately for us, um, Zena wakes up the next day. She's back in the the stables, and the Joxer's death has not took. It's just not took. <laughs> he died, but he got better. He died. He did. Yeah. <laughs> but then no. He died. He did. But then he got better. So yeah, that's <coughs> that sucks. So she first of all thinks that she's had a strange dream, uh, but very quickly realizes that there's something else odd going on. Um, and it, it's, yeah. as you say, it's it's Groundhog Day, and the the cockerel crowing is basically um, the the Sunny and Cher track that plays every morning on the on the alarm. Yeah. Radio. Yeah. Thing. So I don't think we need to go through every single repeat of the day in detail, no, right? No, no. I think I think we can stick to some little highlights. Yeah. Um, so so we, we so we we didn't take notes, but I was I was texting. I was yeah. texting you through this. So my, my notes consist of Oh no, Joxer is dead. So sad. <laughs> oh no, Joxer is not dead. So, so sad. sad. <laughs> so the next one is uh oh no, Argo oh no, is dead. Argo is dead. So sad. That would be sad <laughs> if it was true. That was quite sad. Yeah. And then what what would be sadder than Argo? Well, sadder than Argo is the next one, which is, oh no, Gabrielle's dead. But with this one, they do introduce an element of tension because Zena has done something that she thinks ought to have fixed things before Gabrielle dies, which was save an old man from being run over by a cart. This old man, Casca, who I thought was called Cascativalis, okay, because, because the bad actor they've got playing one of the guys says, yeah. I heard about Cascativalis, but he's talking uh, to a guy called Tivalis. Okay. I heard is, about Casca, comma, Tivalis. This is this is an Acorn Antique special. There's, a, there's an episode of, <laughs> of Acorn Antiques where someone says something about breakfast and, and Mrs. Overall says, What was it, Muesli? What, what was it? Muesli? <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Muesli? <laughs> yeah, Casca so, yeah. so yeah, Casca who yeah. gets run over by a cart which is his own we fault because he's Casca. fucking deaf as a post but yeah um, yeah. yeah, we do recognise Casca <laughs> he's, they've just pulled in the guy, the king with the big hat from the that we've seen <laughs> in various episodes before it's King so, King Leas, isn't it? King, king Leas of wherever he comes from of Diana Land Diana Land. So he's left. He's he's gone. It's like maybe it's like a prince and the pauper thing. He's left his kingdom to go and like 
take part in a feud in a neighbouring village. Like, (laughs) Like his daughter Diana, he's gone on a secret visit to see the little people. Yeah. Like his daughter Diana, he's yeah. got at least one double. Like, True. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's this guy, and and actually quite like similar to King Lewis, his hat is an important plot point. Yes, it's another <laughs> silly hat. <laughs> it's a very village silly elder, hat. Vi- village elders and their silly hats. <laughs> This is this. He's wearing a sort of the kind of hat that my that my sister describes as a, a care in the community hat. <laughs> uh, I was, was going to say it's it's a little bit like a Phrygian cap. It kind of you know it sticks up. It's um, but yeah, of care in the community. Your sister is known for her sensitivity and well her political correctness. It, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but to be fair, I mean, it's the kind of hat that my dad wears, and he does look like he's on day release. <laughs> I've never met any members of your family and I know them so, I know them so well. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you would just slot in to the conversation yeah. seamlessly. Oh, I thought you'd say slot into your slot into my fucked up family sister yeah, and your yeah. caring, caring community <laughs> father. <laughs> uh yeah, no. No. So as he as you say, Zena has managed to stop King Lewis, not King Lewis, getting run over by a bad driver, um, <laughs> yeah. which which she thinks is is going to end the loop, but but um, but it doesn't. Spoiler, unfortunately, it doesn't. yeah. It turns well, out. Well, yeah. Fortunately, because Gabrielle gets killed in this loop, so it turns out mm. there's actually quite a lot more involved, right? And yeah. for the next few loops, what she keeps trying to do is like stop all the fights that keep breaking out. Uh, but it's like whack-a-mole, you know, with every fight that she yeah. stops, another one starts somewhere else because they just look for it. It's just any excuse, you know? Um, yeah, I don't yeah. think we ever... Do we ever get a, an origin, a backstory for the feud? No. They've just always feuded. They ha- yeah. I don't know if they've always feuded, but no, we don't get the backstory because it doesn't matter. It's one of those things. It's like Romeo and Juliet, you True. don't know why they started either. Because yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't actually matter. The, the the reason for it has long since been forgotten by everyone. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if there ever was a good reason, which there probably wasn't. So, yes. yeah. So <coughs> one of the the one of the funny things I like that this is a very comedic episode. Um, yeah, and one of the the funniest things about it is um, Zena more and more exasperatedly trying to explain. To her companions, what yes. has been going on? <laughs> every day she tries to explain it to them, and they, she has to start again from scratch because they don't know, they don't remember. It would just, it would just be infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, one of my favorite parts is um, near the beginning. Gabrielle completely, perfectly explaining back to Zena what has been happening, and then immediately saying, yeah. "Well, I don't get it." <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of so today hasn't today's happened already yesterday. Yeah. No, but it wasn't yesterday. It was today. But tomorrow, yeah. no, yesterday. So tomorrow is yesterday for you. But we were so a lot of that kind of a lot, a lot of, that, of that sort of thing. 
Um, another really good part is um, her Xena uh, like listing all the things that they have already suggested to her might be wrong with her. Um, oh, so yeah. she's like, it's not Xena, it's not Ares, it's not the Fates, it's not this, it's not that. I don't have any Bakai bites. And then this is Adlet. Um, Joxer, Joxer looks at her uh, and says, is that a hickey? And then um, Zeta and Gabrielle both sort of look away suspiciously. This yeah. is all, that's all ad-libs, right? But everyone there, loves that. There are, some nice, there are some nice bits of physical comedy in this, aren't there? Mm-hmm. And, uh, some of them we know were, were ad-libbed and thrown in by, by Lucy or by... Yeah, or by whoever. Right, like, the, kind of, da, 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 da. like the bit at the end where she's holding two turnips suggestively in front of Gabrielle's bosoms. Yes. <laughs> bosoms, what a word! <laughs> seize, seize the day. <laughs> seize, the, seize the turnips. So the, the way she held them was also um, an addition, an ad lib. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah However, we time. race ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we don't, this is like, I, we can do this non chronologically. Because that's how it was shot. There's an interesting factlet for you that Lucy uh, had to keep very co- like copious notes and refer yeah. to them all the time because they shot out of sequence. So she had to. Re- uh-huh. It was difficult for her to remember what her character knew at any particular point when they were filming. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she kept her. She kept a, a little notebook where she was like, hey, "On this day, I know this, and on this day, I know this." You know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, so she's she's gleaning bits of information and working out other things that she needs to stop or put right or prevent mm. or you know whatever. Um, and there's there's a day when she's just, do you know what? I cannot be doing with this. I I just need a day off this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and Joxa comes in with his hat full of goose eggs, honk, and. Uh, and without even waiting for the rise and shine, Zena just lets fly with a chakra. Yeah. <laughs> buries buries it halfway into his chest. Yeah, it just embeds the turns chakra. Turns over and goes back to sleep. And sucks her thumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was also an, an, a non-scripted addition. The thumb sucking. Yeah. yeah. So that was great. And like uh, Gabrielle getting up and trying to pull the chakra out, like bracing her foot against Jock's <laughs> slowly cooling corpse. <laughs> oh, we love to see it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like we got to see Joxer die twice. Actually, I think yeah, we get to see Joxer die three times in the episode, which is funny. Um, yeah, there's one where he's you know he's doing the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and then oh, yeah, he's just like okay on you go, and then she just lets him go up <laughs> and start insulting everyone, and then they all kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they all, I think they all get killed, don't they? Oh, I think so. Yeah, um, like I, the, I, I assume think, they all get killed, but but it, it still it goes cuts on. It to black anyway, but like it's the next day anyway. Yeah. So, basically, right. No matter what she does, um, everything just resets. Even when she thinks she's done everything, um, so she yeah, spends she's, a she's few made days. Peace between the warring families. She saved the old yeah. man. She's stopped all these people getting killed in duels she she devotes a few days of the loops to going and finding out information basically it's like a video game side quest she goes and finds out all the information about the past and like because like gabrielle says something you know i wish we had time to remind them that they actually are the same because like they're not feuding over gods they're not feuding over resources or land you know they're just they're actually just basically indistinguishable from each other um 
Yeah. And then she's like, I wish we had time to remind them. And Xena's like, hang on, I've got literally infinite time. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so she yeah. goes to speak to various people and get like and a backstory and a history. Who knows everything. She goes. Yeah. She calls the midwife, and um, well, actually, uh, I was like, uh, this is like a visit to Mrs. Cropley because she has to. Um, she oh, yeah. has to eat some absolutely vile muffin some or something. Terrible before. muffin, crunchy yeah. muffin. <laughs> She's like, you eat that up and I'll tell you some stories. It's like her payment that she has to eat this disgusting baked good in order to get a story. Yeah. (laughs) I've made my anchovy and coconut muffin. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Branston pickle and strawberry Victoria sponge. Yeah, so she she causes Mrs. Cropley. She goes to the apothecary because she's she's found a, a broken vial that had contained nightsbane, a deadly poison. Mm-hmm. So she's picking up all these little clues from here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. And she discovers that this vial had been stolen or had gone gone missing from the apothecary. Mm-hmm. Um, and other I forget stuff. what else. Well, it was stuff. mostly the midwife. There was the midwife thing, yeah. and then there was. Um, Oh, there was something about the, the old man with the hat. Anyway, the point is that she found out a whole yeah. bunch of shit, loads of stuff, um, and then she saved the old man. She stopped the feud by uh, reminding one of them that the other one's wife had saved his wife when she was giving birth to a In child or something. Yeah. Um, it was, it was and, a child she was giving birth to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's Greek mythology. You never know. Sometimes they give birth to monsters. Exactly. That's true. Um, (laughs) Good point. Well made. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So she stops that. But then, of course, the um, there's a girl and a boy off at the side, crying their eyes out after all this wonderfulness has happened because nothing's good enough for these people. I mean, there's like, oh, it's all very well you (laughs) saving everyone in the town, but what about me? You know, <laughs> <laughs> only because fair enough. She the the girl is the one who took the knight's bane, and she's already taken it. So the resolution of the feud comes too late to save her. Typical Romeo um, and Juliet bullshit. Oh no! Just wait two minutes, Juliet. For fuck's sake! No, she's only joking. Wait two minutes. It's, it's Romeo, Romeo that overreacts, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. It is Romeo, Romeo overreacts. That's typical. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so. So the next day, Zena wakes up and then she's still she's back in the loop and like it's really funny how she goes absolutely chuffing mental over it. She's like, ah! oh, she has an absolute tantrum, she's doesn't she? A proper a, like yeah. heel heel drumming tantrum, this ridiculous <laughs> toddler tantrum about it. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> and then um, there's a part that you really liked where she starts to explain everything to Gabriella Joxer, who are just sitting there with this blank. Um, this completely so blank. She's, she's lost it. Non. She's lost it. What the fuck? It's just, <laughs> just absolute. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And they're both just sitting there, cross-legged. Jocks are cradling his hat full of goose eggs. Yeah. And um, and by the end of the day, they're still sitting there going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's a couple of bits of that, and I just think there must have been a lot of corpsing. I mean, there's a lot of corpses in this episode, full stop, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
so, anyway, but it's, so it's, at some, it's about it's about now that Zena yeah. discovers she's not the only one who's reliving this day because once she's worked out that this Juliet character has taken poison, she tries to get there early enough to stop her taking it. And then Romeo turns to her and says, it's no good, you know, your stable's at one end of the town, she's at the other, other end. However, however fast you run, you won't get there in time. Mm-hmm. And now we discover that the time loop is because... Uh, Romeo and Juliet have had this tragic, tragic tragedy, the tragic tragedy of, of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And Romeo's made a deal with Cupid to say, Cupid says, you know, tomorrow she'll die. He says, well, that's, you know, tomorrow you can have one wish. And Romeo says that tomorrow will never come. Mm-hmm. So they're reliving her last day, which, you know, by all means, relive the most traumatic day in your life over and over <laughs> again. That that would be my wish, certainly. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're reliving it. I think it's just him. Him, yeah, he's reliving it. He's mm-hmm. reliving it. If she was reliving yeah. it, she would just not take the poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Zena being Zena, it's like, so it's impossible to get from here to there in the time. Challenge accepted. Yeah, hold my beer. Um, you know, hold my beer. Hold my gizzard. Hold my, <laughs> hold my <gizzes>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that I love this. Um, there's quite a lot of um. There's quite a lot of loops where she wants to run out of the stable door the moment she wakes up. And um, yeah. what I love about them is that she she takes the time always to go out of her way to knock Joxer over or to punch Joxer in the face or to smash his eggs on him. You know, like when she's running out to get, like, when she's running out to try and make the run to Hermia, yeah. I think it's Hermia, um, like, it would have been faster just to run past Joxer, but she does take the time to punch him in the face <laughs> on her way out. <laughs> and I think I mean, that is does... extremely relatable because it's a face you would never tire of punching, isn't it? Yeah, Zena is all of us. <laughs> <laughs> he he does get severely punished all through this episode. Yeah, he's every, the... every reset morning he gets either the horseshoe on the head or the face full of eggs and... Whacked by Zena. <laughs> yeah. He's the recipient of a lot of physical comedy, let's see. Um Yeah. Yeah. Assorted <laughs> jocks stabbings. Are, jocks are the rubber man. Um yeah. <laughs> So, after her failure to run fast enough to get there, which as the guy said is impossible, yeah. um she spent she takes the next day and this is my favourite part. She's just yes, blithely blithely like whistling along, la la la, while absolute chaos erupts around her, and what she's doing is just doing happily doing maths. Yes, <laughs> without Zena making any effort to stem all the violence, it just no. escalates until the whole town is brawling. Yeah, yeah. and then and she's it, it kind of feels as if she's la la la. Yeah, kind of <laughs> me- measuring things by eye, kind of give, try, measuring angles using Gabrielle's staff. Just doing little <laughs> photo frames with their fingers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the bit with the staff was one of my, was one of the best bits, right? Because it's all comedy fight music happening, you know the do 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 And then when she's doing when she's measuring something out with the staff, she starts whistling and she's whistling along with the comedy fight music. <laughs> <laughs> what fourth wall? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like uh, they do. They they have an interesting fourth wall bit much earlier in the episode, right? Where they're like. 
uh, Joxer says, what if we're made, what if we are fictional characters and someone's making us up? <laughs> and then Gabriel and Zena just like look at each other and almost oh, like so close to look at the camera as well. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you need to get a little uh, analyst a moment there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's my favourite part is the Zena works on her geometry for the next day. Um, yeah. <laughs> while everything's going mental. Um, and then she also gets she takes it, takes time out to admire Gabrielle's form as well, with her good with her girl, school. good girl, good yeah, girl. If, if Gabrielle had what they call on Tumblr, Tumblr a praise king, <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> that my exact thought. I'm not convinced praise kinks exist. Um, <laughs> I'm not convinced that's an actual well, kink look, that people have. I feel like it's your something kink is that, not their kink, and that's okay. Okay, tomato. But I mean, I I feel like it's something that was invented on Tumblr exclusively. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so write in, write in if you've got a praise kink. <laughs> write in if you have a, if you got a praise kink and are not on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So all this maths has been in aid of her working out the optimum chakram throw to achieve everything that needs to be achieved. So the things she needs to do is she needs to save Casca and she needs to stop thingy taking. Yeah, Casca Timbos. She needs to save him and she needs to stop thingy taking the poison. Taking poison. Yeah. So she... Whips open the door, making sure to smack Joxer in the face with the door, because <laughs> that's an important part of the job. Um, and then takes one last little measurement with her thumb, check the wind speed and direction. Yeah. And um, then whack! There goes the chakram, off it goes in the most ridiculous, out- <laughs> outlandish, extra, hilarious sequence. Yeah. yeah. Ricochet, you take your aim, and all that. Um, it's so, made of titanium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we didn't have a we didn't have a pinch timer this week. We don't not no. use any pinch. So I thought what I would do instead was to time the how long the chakra was in flight. <laughs> so it goes bouncing around, bounce, 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 bounce. Knocks Kafka's here in the community hat off his head, which stops him from walking deftly out into the path of a of a, of a cart. Um, it pings off some hanging baskets. It pings off pew, everything. Pew. There's a bit where it, it sort of um, pings like a pinball in a doorway like 60 times. Yeah, it's about... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then finally gets there and uh, smashes the bottle of poison. Um, yeah. Smashes the old bottle of poison, and uh, then Zena arrives. Hermia has a chance to take it. Yay. Yeah. And then Zena arrives just in time to catch it again, and the chakram timer uh, clocks in at fifty-four seconds. There, fifty-four nice. seconds in the air, which is, believe it or not not the longest chakram flight in the series. There will be another sh- longer one in the future. <laughs> have, you, have you googled this? Have you... Yeah, of course, yeah. Of course I've, of course I've searched it. it is, well, yeah. look, let's, let's watch out for that. Let's yeah. watch out for that moment. <laughs> let's, let's do it. It um, is a very yeah. good one, though. It's a, it's a very good moment. Yeah. So then she's able yeah. to stop the feud in the same way that she did before. 
Yeah. And this time, everything seems to be working out good. And no one's dead. And they've stopped the poison. And everything's going to be fine, except the next day, Joxer comes in. Gabrielle's rising Goggle but refusing crows. to shine. And you're like, oh no! What has she missed this time? He's, but He's got breakfast and he's got his hat full of, hang on a minute, those <gasps> aren't goose eggs. No, they're turnips. <laughs> that well-known breakfast food. A well-known breakfast food, yeah. Do you, do you think maybe it's turnips because he's like the baldric of the show? Well, there, there's a bit of a sense of that as well, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. It does. It did make me think of uh, Lord and Lady Whiteadder. Oh yeah. Kind of, oh, this this turnip reminds me of our wedding night. <laughs> just reminded me of something um that um the reason that they were turnips is because uh ben elton who wrote blackadder doesn't know what a turnip is um he <laughs> meant he meant parsnips um so it's like <laughs> that makes more sense you know but he wrote turnips and then they were like why turnips and he's like you know because they're shaped like a penis and they're like uh and everyone else was like ben maybe maybe like maybe yours, yours. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, so that is extremely funny. Yes. Anyway, so this is a really good episode. This is like one of my favourites of all time. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's 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 brought me out of my my COVID funk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it has this episode has restorative qualities. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in a bad mood, go and watch. Been there, done that. You'll be cheered right up. Because it's very you funny, will. and also because you get to see Joxer die three whole times, which Brilliant. what more could one ask for? <laughs> well, surely just the one, only one more thing. yeah, surely <laughs> the only episode that surpasses it is the season six episode where he actually dies. <laughs> stay, stay. <laughs> just stay down, stay down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, lots so, of good, good, good story. Um, yeah. Lots of nice detail. Lots of good running jokes. A lot of really hilarious little comedy slapstick bits, mm-hmm. um, and and quite gay also. It's quite gay as well. Yeah. In fact, if you're gonna gay. if you're gonna introduce Zena to a new person who'd never seen it before. I might even suggest that this yeah. is the one episode that you could get them to watch because, like, you don't nearly need to have seen anything else. Um, but the it, True. you know, you don't. I don't think you. It really relies on no, any knowledge of the characters or the setup or their relationships. But, you know, it's quite obvious in the context of the show what's what. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think this would be a really good one to show someone who'd never yeah. seen Zena before. <laughs> don't <laughs> accidentally get them to tune in on um, the <laughs> the bad episodes. <laughs> Don't accidentally get them tuning in on Ulysses or For Him oh. the Bell Tolls or um, Girls Just Want to Have the Fun. Horrors, the horrors yet to, to come. The things we're going to watch. No, those are in the past, friend. Do you not remember? I know those them. ones are, but all my oh, yeah. or the upsetting ones still to come. The upsetting uh, episodes. Two, two or three horrible ones to come. Oh, you're... Uh, surely, surely you're not talking about married with fish sticks 
Fins, fins, and fins, fins, and gems. That's it. Fins, fins, and in sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. Surely not. I would genuinely, (laughs) I would genuinely rather watch Friend in Need parts one and two than watch any of those again. Can't say because I've never seen Friend in Need parts one and two, and I won't (laughs) until we get to the end of this podcast. Yeah, and then I'll be forced to. Forced, I say. Anyway. Well, there so we go. So that's been there, done you've that. Not given, you've not given it a rating yet, friend. Well, I, obviously I literally is... had my mouth open to say, what's your score? <laughs> what's your score? How many out of ten? Scores on the doors. Do you think it's a good one? Yes, it's <laughs> a ten out of ten, obviously, dummy. It's a ten. It's yeah. a ten for... It's a ten for ten. Defo. Ooh, twenty out of twenty. Yay. From... <laughs> That's the bard's eye view. And if it's not your opinion, then fuck off. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) No. Okay, so next week it's um, The Dirty Half Dozen. Yes. um, Which is an eminently forgettable episode. But (laughs) you never know. Is it? I can't remember. Applause. Um, yeah. Yes. So we'll see you for that one in a week's time. Yeah. And and hopefully we'll be COVID free by then. Woo! You never know. Well, I am already. I am. <laughs> but like, maybe yeah. you will be as well. <laughs> Here's hoping. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye, friends. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review but only if it's a good one. Bye!